Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. I'm Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about young people and religion. This week in Catalonia, it's Semana Santa, or Holy Week, leading up to Easter Sunday. In recent decades, Catalonia has become ever more secular, but on today's podcast, we're going to hear from four young people of four different faiths who are bucking that trend. And while Easter eggs may be the seasonal confectionery of choice for most of Europe and beyond, Catalonia does things slightly differently, as we'll be finding out at a Barcelona bakery later on. Joined today by Christina Tomas White and Jared Scatch Folk. Nice to see you both. Hey, Larkin. Happy Hello, Semana Santa. Do, do, people, do people say that? <laughs> yeah. I no. think they just enjoy the holidays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How well, are we're nearly feeling near, young and religious. I'm not either of those things, actually, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, that's, you know, uh, we've got a diverse podcast here. We're going to hear from some young people who are religious and, uh, yeah, kind of living in Catalonia but from very different backgrounds too as well so that's interesting this time last year you might remember Christina you were you, mm-hmm. you did we did a podcast uh, which basically asked the question how religious is Catalonia and as we discovered it was basically nowhere near as much as it used to be no not at all um, obviously since um, the end of the dictatorship in the mid 70s mid to late 70s people have just become less and less religious and and the society is more diverse. So maybe back then people would be more Catholic if they were religious. And now people are less Catholic and there are other religions on the scene. Okay. I mean, two interesting things that came up in that podcast last Easter. I listened to it recently, you know, I'd recommend it. It's a good lesson. <laughs> what was it called again? <laughs> that was How Religious is Catalonia? Just uh, Okay. So two things that came up were, well, what we've just mentioned, basically one, the diversification of religion in Catalonia. And also this massive generation gap when it comes to religiosity. Like it happens in, in a lot of European countries, but here in the space of one generation, things really change. So you, older people are much, much more likely to have faith uh, and practice than younger generations. But as we're going to find out, there are still young people who are religious. I mean, yeah, that's definitely the case. If you look at a recent uh, thesis uh, study, the, the Spanish Statistics Institute, um, from last year, it says that 18 to 24-year-olds are, for the most part, not religious. Back in 1990, uh, 78.1% of 18 to 24-year-olds were considered themselves Catholic. But in 2021, um, only 28.2%. Did. So that's that's an incredible drop in just a generation. Yeah. And interesting enough to know is also that uh, Catalonia is one of the least religious territories in Spain compared to other places such as Andalusia, south of Spain, and here in Catalonia as well as Navarra, near the Basque country, like north center of Spain. And 41% of people say they don't have any religion in both territories. Okay, now we're going to hear from four young people. Well, relatively young people, I would well, yeah, yeah, in their 20s. I mean, yeah, okay. well, there was a 30-year-old there, but 30 she's 30-year-olds years. are still young. Yes, yes, Well, yes. that's depending on what you see. Well, I mean, you're a child, so. <laughs> Okay. So, child speaking here. Uh, now we're going to hear from them. We've got Nazia, who is a Muslim, and she's... Well, she actually just turned... Yeah, tw- she um, did the interview is the she- day before her birthday. She turned 29 the day after. Okay. Gagandeep, a Sikh who is 26, Gisela, a Catholic who's 30, and Dolma, a Buddhist who's 22. 
Najia, Gagandip, Gisela, and Dolma might not practice the same religion, but unlike most other young Catalans, faith is equally important to all of them, and it's a defining factor in their lives. Yo la verdad es que sí que soy bastante practicante, pero porque siempre he sido muy de si hago una cosa, la hago o no la hago. Najia is a 29-year-old Muslim from the coastal town of Pineda de Mar. Her father is Moroccan and her mother is Catalan, and even though she didn't grow up in a strict Muslim family, she actually went to Catholic school, she says Islam now determines who she is and how she relates to others. She says that being a Muslim here, where only around 4.4% of the population shares the same religious beliefs, isn't always that easy. As a teen, she felt like she stood out at school for fasting during Ramadan. At her last job, her colleagues were understanding, but sometimes she'd have to ask for certain days off in order to celebrate Muslim holidays. Però que la vulguis o no, tant quan anaves al col·legi i tal, i perquè feu a Ramadà, i perquè no sé què. She also noticed that people began to treat her differently once she started wearing a headscarf. People, she laments, see her as a foreigner, even though she's from here. No, no pot entendre que tu siguis, pues, per exemple, catalana o espanyola i, i siguis musulmana. Yeah, my name is Gagandeep Singh. Gagandeep, now in his mid-twenties, moved to Hospitalet beside Barcelona in his early teens. Like Najia, his faith is everything to him. Uh, I belong to the religion Sikh, the Sikh religion. It's the fifth largest religion in the world. In Catalonia, we are around 35,000 uh, members of Sikh community. A religion for me is kind of a support in every sense uh, for my life. It's not like it's uh, just based on some routines or some habits, but also the the relationship I have with my guru, with, with the God, with the, the, the universal force. Although there aren't many Sikhs in Catalonia, he says he hasn't been discriminated against because of it. Personally, I have been lucky in that sense. Uh, I do have friends that uh, which are not not religious or does not believe in, in, in God, but uh, the respect uh, is the key in, in, in every sense. So basically, I respect their beliefs and they respect mine. So I think luckily in Barcelona, we have an environment quite inclusive. In fact, he says, there are often more non-Sikhs than Sikhs at the temples in Barcelona, where free vegetarian meals are served to anybody and everybody. Even in the weekdays, we have more people from here and not, not Sikhs. So it's, yeah, it's a basically a, a social hub for everyone to, to have a get-together and to, to practice meditation and to, to learn about Sikhi. Yeah. Para mí el budismo no es no es como una religión. Para mí es un camino espiritual, no es un camino. Dolma, the 22-year-old daughter of Bhutanese immigrants, says Buddhism isn't so much a religion, but more of a spiritual path that helps her find inner peace, happiness, and well-being. She says it makes her more empathetic towards others too. La gente que lo es a tope dedica su tiempo. Es como sabes, dedica su tiempo en el. Sometimes she says there are misconceptions about what being a Buddhist means, and people ask her if she meditates all day long. Buddhists can meditate for 10 minutes, 2 hours, or all day, she says. According to her, there are a lot of older Buddhists, but young people too, and because of how open Buddhism is, she thinks the number of Buddhists will continue to grow. I'm 
bueno, yo soy Gisela, una apasionada de la vida. Ya he hecho 30 años que costaron un poquito. Gisela is a 30-year-old Catholic from Barcelona. She says her family is religious, but possibly not as much as she is. Religion is present every minute of her life. She prays, she goes to church. It's her way of being. She doesn't see her faith as an impediment to relating to others who don't share it. I have all kinds of friends, she told us, some who are religious, some who are not. She says that when she talks to people who aren't religious, she doesn't feel the need to be right or to impose her beliefs on them. Gisela is aware, however, that Christianity, while still the majority religion here, isn't as easy a sell as it used to be. People associate her religion with strict rules and norms, she says, but according to her, God is love. De normas, de reglas, no, 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 no. Si Dios es amor. Well, thanks very much to Nadia, Gagandeep, Gisela and Dolma. So we said we're in the middle of Semana Santa here, uh, coming up to Easter. Uh, actually also in the middle of Ramadan, which is very important for Muslims. But Semana Santa, Gerard, I mean, tell us a little bit about that. Is it is it still a big deal here in Catalonia? De- depending for people, for example... Not me, but someone in the street can say, oh, yeah, it's really important for me, just such as Gisela, for example. She lives for this. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so it can be different. But obviously, you have to compare it with other parts in Spain. For example, in southern Spain, they have more religious activities compared to here in Catalonia, or at Mm -hmm. least that I know, because... Because it depends on each person. After yeah. all, if you're religious, yeah. you will... But it's not It's not like, for example, one Holy Week, one Semana Santa, I was in Cuenca, kind of in central Spain, and, I mean, the whole town is uh, wearing uh, these, yeah, these like, like, like robes and big hats that look a bit like the, uh, by, the, Ku, Klux like the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, yeah that's it, really... Or uh, the Ku Klux really Klan looks like them. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's, like, that's... probably yeah, older. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah. that's the way to put it. Mm, so, but, yeah, that's uh, processions. It's like a lot of people uh, going out on the streets during Semana Santa, especially for Easter Sunday. But it's not that widespread here. I think you said that you found um, one of the big ones in Catalonia was in Hospitalet. But even that one was the Andalusian community that has moved here that that puts that Mm -hmm. on. Right. So, yeah, it's a little bit different depending if you compare it to Spain or something. Yeah, but I I would still say it's important and that a lot of people have the entire week off. So it's a a (laughs) spring break. I mean, obviously we don't because we're here recording recording this. this, We are recording it one day early. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but for other people, yeah, it's important. But it, yeah, yeah it, it, it's uh, it's important for workers too, you know, they get their time off. Okay, one kind of Easter tradition that remains very strong though is uh, Monas de Pascua. Yeah, that's, is, that's more cut on one compared to processions that is like not that common here. But for example, Mona de Pascua is like... Uh, chocolate cake or sponge cakes with like a chocolate egg on top of them so this is like well i mean when i was growing up on easter sunday we would have had easter eggs lots of them chocolate easter eggs so this is something similar isn't it but well yeah. actually it looks a bit it's a, to be honest a bit fancier like when i was walking we should say as well there's bakeries here on like every street corner yeah. little independent bakeries and pastisserias and um i mean the displays that they put on yeah. are incredible aren't they're they? amazing but to be fair the tradition the previous morning the pascual now it's like all sugar and everything but it used to and chocolate it used to be a little bit of sugar and 
boiled the eggs. Oh, boiled, boiled eggs, eggs. Yeah. and then and then they got fancy and started yeah, putting exactly. chocolate and, eggs on top. And depending on the age of the kid, because that's a gift that godparents give to their godchildren, uh, depending on the age of the kid, they used to have one egg more or or less, depending. If they were 12, they would have like... A, 12 eggs and a massive cake. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, well, Gerard, this week you went along to your local bakery to find out all about Monas de Pascua. Chocolate, almonds, flour and eggs. These are the main ingredients used at Pastisseria Canal to bake their Mona de Pascua, sponge cakes topped with a chocolate figurine. On a rainy April day, I enter the bakery on Montanay Street. They have a big wooden table to my right and a huge 10-meter display with cakes and brioches to my left. But the most impressive area is the middle, with around 40 different chocolate figurines, all ready for Easter. I spoke with Luis Estrada Canal, he's the second generation of the family, which has been running the bakery for more than 50 years. For them, Luis tells me, the Mona de Pascua season is one of the best times of the year, as it allows them to be more creative, the bakery looks nice, and kids stop and stare at their shop window. It is one of the nicest days bakers have, he says. Dimona de Pascua is a sponge cake topped with a chocolate figurine, traditionally gifted to children by their godparents in Catalonia. It's an Easter tradition that goes way back. But, despite traditionally being a cake, in Catalonia chocolate figurines are more trendy now. The cake has been modernized, you says. But people do also make sponge cakes and call them Easter cakes. In Catalonia, for several years now, we've been making chocolate figurines. The rest of Europe has chocolate Easter eggs. But in Catalonia, we have the figurine, and we are very proud of it, he says. You may be imagining a normal cake with just a chocolate egg on top of it. But in fact, almost anything goes, and bakers can get creative and competitive when it comes to making these chocolate cakes. At Pastisseria Canal, they are most proud of getting away from typical requests, like Disney characters or the latest movie, Luis explains. They try to do something more original, and that makes him proud, as they make their own pieces and they sell well too. One of these unique designs, Luis explains, is a huge chocolate monkey that sold out in the first week. It was a big monkey and at the bakery they did not make a lot of them because it was so massive, Luis says. Dotted around the bakery there are other designs. Some of the most common ones are chocolate eggs of various sizes, but there are also plastic figurines of cartoon characters like Spider-Man, Elsa from Frozen, or football players from Barça, of course, like Gerard Piquet. But designing Easter cakes is not easy nor fast. Bakeries start planning the process several months before. Once bakers have the Christmas season over, Luis explains, they start thinking about Easter, checking the new trends, what will they do this year, what do they think kids will like and how are the Barça players doing to see which one they pick. Godfathers tend to give the Mona de Pascua to their godchildren on Easter Monday here in Catalonia. But sometimes, if there are any chocolate figurines left over, the bakery melts them. 
godparents buy them as a present before Easter, so at Canal, they have already sold the most impressive ones, U.S. says. Fortunately for me, I was just in time to taste some amazing chocolate. Our thanks to Luis Estrada Canal. All sounds very tasty. Gerard, you've been going to that bakery, what, all your life? All my life, in mm -hmm. fact. When I moved from my previous home to a new one, that bakery had a franchise on next to my new home. So oh, it was perfect. Like, That's why you <laughs> picked that place. <laughs> More or less. But yeah, I've been going there all my life. Like Even when I had to produce the interview, I called like, hey, is Mrs. Marce here? She's like the owner, like one of the creators, like... And the mother of U.S. Estrada. Uh -huh. And she knew you said, oh, yeah. that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> we, we hadn't even finished the, the podcast meeting and you already had it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, I know where I'm going for this. <laughs> and what, growing up, you used to get these cakes uh, every year? Or? Yeah, until I grew up a little bit because that's technically they only give Mona de Pascua before the first communion. So, yeah, but I remember having like the chocolate houses in front of me, like in the middle of the dining room for like one week, eating yeah. chocolate all day. <laughs> Brilliant. And what I mean, is it only godfathers that get them for the godchildren? Like, what are godmothers not allowed to buy them? Or well, traditionally, it's godfathers get the Mona de Pascua or the Easter cake, and godmothers get the palm branches for Palm Sunday, which is one uh, week before Eastern Sunday. Yeah, and I remember you used, used to go to Mass on Palm Sunday, and it was always very, very long. Well, <laughs> I the only thing I remember about Palm Sunday is that I was in the middle of a park because we used to go to Mass in the middle of a park with like hundreds of people there it was sunny good palm weather. trees that's palm how trees. it should be it done was, it was really nice and really really good yeah that's how it should be done christina and did you used to get monas de pasqua um yeah i mean or I Easter eggs? <laughs> or yeah i had a mix of both i guess um, um Yeah, no, I don't have godparents, so no one would buy me cake except for my parents. But yeah, but, no, I mean, traditionally it was that, yeah, but anyone yeah. can buy them these days, Yeah, no? no, but we'd have little Easter egg hunts around the house, the nice. chocolate aids, and we had to, like, fi find them behind the furniture. Oh, that sounds nice. I didn't get that. Yeah, no, I yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you can do one. Well, Here, maybe you can do the, one this Easter. Around the new We'll do right one in the office for you. That'd be fun. <laughs> Time now for our Catalan phrase. What's it this week's yard? This week is a long one. Ancara que es basteixi de seda, la mona, mona es queda. Okay, that <laughs> is very long. Very but polite. You, yeah, you said, you, said, you said it very slowly for me. Uh, like, you still dress in silk, or even if you still dress in silk. Yeah. Uh, what was the second one? La mona. La, la, la monkey. Mona es queda. Mona is kidding. You, you, yeah, you, you remain a monkey. Yeah, no. because here we have, we have Mona. It means like the Easter egg cake as well as monkey. But it's not okay. But they're not related. The two, no, or like they just yeah. happen to be the yeah. same. Uh, okay, so even if you dress in silk, you're still a monkey or something like that. Yeah, even don't, if the don't monkey think... dresses as, uh, with uh, even if the even monkey. monkey dresses with silk, she still is a monkey. She's yeah. still a monkey because it's, a monkey, it's yeah. okay. Oh. Not to be confused with Mona as in like cute either, because it means the uh, exact opposite. Exactly. Okay, so when would you use that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not very, it's not very nice, is it's it? It's not very nice, yeah. No. Like you're seeing someone that even if you dress up properly, you're still... I'm not gonna say ugly, ugly? but oh. <laughs> okay, it's 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 one to. I hope I don't hear. I hope I don't hear exactly. that one. En cara que es besteci de seda, la mona mona es queda. Yeah, All right, perfect. And that's us for today. 
thanks very much again to Nasia, Gagandeep, Gisela and Dolma and Luis in the bakery. Thanks very much to the two of you. Thank you to you for having us. Thanks. And thanks to you for listening. We're back again next Saturday with another episode of Filling the Sink. Until then, for me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News, bye for now. Adieu.